0: Welcome to the See You Next Summer podcast. I am your host, Billy Pollahan, and with me as always is the, hmm, let's just say the sue to my or my carry, uh, Mr. Oh, Raul Rodriguez.
1: Oh yeah, I'm gonna be the catalyst to so much fucking death. Oh God.
0: Well, would you rather be Chris?
1: Oh no, I'm not gonna be Chris. No,
0: Exactly. Chris. <laughs> anyway, what's oh, up guys?
1: Or, or am I gonna be pregnant like in the remake? No, we're not.
0: No, 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 (laughs) no. Stop, stop. I'm going to stop you right there. We're not talking about that.
1: Robert is our nemesis.
0: (laughs) He's our Newman. (laughs) But this is a very important uh, Stephen Mm -hmm. King because this was the thing that put him on the map. Mm -hmm. And when you think of Stephen King movies, this is typically one of the first ones that you think of. Yes. Carrie. From 1976, starring Sissy Spacek, Piper Laurie, great cast. And the whole thing about Carrie was, again, 1974 was when he made that story. It Mm -hmm. was his first big, it was his first bestseller. Mm -hmm. And he threw the first draft away in the script, uh, in the trash can. And his wife uh, picked it up and read it. And she's just like, why did you do that? There's a great Mm -hmm. story here. It's a good thing his wife was there. Or else we would have never gotten the Stephen King that we know now. Yeah. He, I think he wrote it under his uh, uh, pen name, too.
1: Mm, that I don't know. But yeah. Carrie, I remember when I saw it, I think it was like the second or third Stephen King movie I ever saw. Because I saw Dinner. That was the first one that I ever saw. <laughs> uh, that was an interesting introduction to, to Stephen King. But then I remember I saw Carrie, the Mis- Misery, and Christine. Almost like the same month.
0: Hmm, Christine.
1: Yeah, Christine is a good one. Also, like talking about like um, like Stephen King, but
0: and thinner. Ah, uh, thinner.
1: Oh, thinner is like we're
0: gonna ooh. get to that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I forgot. Sometimes, even though I like it, I forgot how slow sometimes is this movie is though.
0: It's not a long movie either. It's, it's not even
1: a long movie either, it's that's
0: It's like true. two hours, but it's also, yeah, directed by legendary director Brian De Palma, mm-hmm. who right off the bat, I can tell you, um, this was one of his first films, mm-hmm. and just some behind-the-scenes stuff. He was casting this movie with George Lucas, who was casting for Star Wars, so they were both in the rooms. They were having dual auditions. I don't know if they still do this, but a lot of the times... They were they were both casting at the same place in uh, L.A. And, oh, you know, they were doing an interesting or,
1: room to be in it. Yeah,
0: they were doing different projects. And like every actor in Hollywood was auditioning for these these movies.
1: So you're saying that there's maybe a demo table Carrie Fisher maybe auditioning for Carrie?
0: I don't know, but I do know there's an audition for the guy who played Tommy, William mm-hmm. Uh He auditioned to play Luke Skywalker. And he auditioned with Kurt Russell, who was going for Han Solo. Mm -hmm. And you could definitely see where they went with that. And he auditioned for Star Wars, but he ended up getting Carrie. Mm -hmm. Because Brian De Palma was in the room as well. Yeah. Because George and Brian, they went to film school together. They're friends.
1: And Brian De Palma wrote the the intro to Star Wars.
0: The crawl? I believe he did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's very interesting that all these people that are like, oh, man. They could have been cast as Star Wars people, Mm -hmm. but nope, they did not. I think Nancy Allen also auditioned for Leia. Oh, like you can definitely see that. But a lot of times they're not right for the projects and the right people, I think, were cast in these Mm -hmm. in these roles. But yeah, this is Carrie uh, 1976 from a 1974 uh, novel to 1976. That's a again, it continues the tradition of quick adaptations. Mm -hmm. And this is the film that or not not only put Brian De Palma on the map, it put Sissy Spacek on the map. She was nominated for Best Actress at the Academy Awards. Yep. And it made Stephen King a household name. Like this is the thing where people were like, oh wow, this guy is serious. Mm -hmm. When you think of Stephen King horror. But it's about this 16-year-old girl named Carrie White. She is shy, Mm -hmm. very quiet, and very meek. Yeah. Just is trying to just. But she is the unbelievably bullied.
1: It's also like they say, like, she's a delicate flower.
0: Yes, but she Mm -hmm. has telekinesis. And then well, you know the very famous image of Carrie.
1: Mm-hmm. Not only that, the movie starts... The whole thing that starts the plot is because she's just got out from gym class. And the movie starts with... We see the gym and all of the girls, like, naked, just enjoying...
0: It's like, very much rolling. like the intro to a porno for some reason. But this <laughs> is this was the 70s.
1: It was the 70s. I was going to say that the 70s did date that a lot, though. And then Carrie... As her period. And this is fucked up of how even Sue, because this bitch, because I, I, even when I was a kid, Sue also deserved that at the end. Because even Sue was also, Chief was throwing fucking a, a, a pad to carry.
0: Uh, the pads and sand, tampons. tampons.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because she's just like, oh, my God, what's happening to me? Because <laughs> she doesn't know what a period was.
1: Mm-hmm. Her
0: mother is... Oh, we'll talk about her mother.
1: Uh-huh. But technically it's revealed between all of this that Carrie Dina not knew nothing about Pierce because her mother is a super, super, super Christian. That she will not accept anything and she thinks that everything is a sin.
0: She's like the mom from The Water Boy, but if she, in real life.
1: It's like, no, 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 wait.
0: Where she's um, like, everything is the devil.
1: But that's the thing. At least she still, at the end, Kathy Bates learned her lesson and still embraced uh, her boy getting in love with the rebellious emo girl.
0: You mean the girl from The Craft? Yeah.
1: Yes. This bitch didn't learn anything and never changed. I yep. was uh, like, there's two big differences.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, there are a lot of people that are like that. Mm -hmm. and it sucks but she is unbelievably bullied the only person that comes with her defense is the gym teacher miss collins played by betty buckley whom Mm -hmm. you might remember from our show as Mm -hmm. being in split she was the therapist that's what you call a long career
1: and really totally blew my mind before we recorded because i didn't knew that and that's cool
0: yep she's been doing a lot of good work even back then and she's just like, what the heck's the matter with you girls? One of them also, just if you're a fan of horror, PJ Souls, who was uh, Linda in mm-hmm. Halloween, the one that gets killed by the uh, the phone cord. Yeah. The super slut. Even in mm-hmm. pigtails back then. But uh, she gets sent home. The principal keeps calling her Cassie and she's like, it's Carrie. And she breaks the ashtray. And in the shower, uh, we saw the lights just poof, they explode. So, you know, something is up with Carrie whenever she gets upset or she's put under a lot of emotional distress. Yeah, I mean, but it's so cruel just throwing maxi pads and tampons at her to the point where she's cowering in the corner.
1: None of them freaking out. It. This is the worst thing about the scene. That's why even Sue doesn't get a free pass for me.
0: But at least Sue feels bad about that. She's like the only one, and Sue mm-hmm. is a uh, one of the pop. Uh, Sue Snell is one mm-hmm. of the popular girls, mm-hmm. and on her chief tormentor, uh, Chris, is played by Nancy Allen, who would later do a bunch of Brian De Palma stuff. Mm-hmm. But she was also the the partner in RoboCop.
1: Yes. mm Hmm.
0: Yeah, and I, I loved her in a movie called Dressed to Kill, which I mm-hmm. really highly recommend. She plays a call girl in that movie, and she's the witness to a murder, mm-hmm. and it's it's really cool. It's a great Brian De Palma movie. Nice. But all of it is basically Carrie's bullied by everybody. Like, there's even she, when she's walking home, she's always in white. She's got, like, the long hair that goes down to her mm-hmm. shoulders. She's always got a book covering oh, so- herself.
1: Even as she also does the other thing about how you difference of how she was raised. She wears no makeup at all. Nothing in her hair. Not even a pen. Nothing.
0: She is as plain as, uh, white bread. Yeah. And even there's a kid that's like crazy, Carrie, crazy, Carrie. And you hear the bling, crazy eyes. That. look.
1: I love that. I was like, yes, Carrie. Fuck with that kid.
0: That yeah. kid. Brian De Palma's kid.
1: Ah, cool. Yeah, I, I
0: thought at first it was like, uh, one of the kids from Jaws, you know, mm-hmm. one of the younger ones. But nope, it's just uh uh throws the kid off the bike immediately, which I thought was very funny. Yes. Then we cut to um I think
1: uh we see Carrie's mom, the first scene of her with uh, she's reacting with uh Sue's mother, because I think this implied that Carrie's mom likes to sell Bibles. Pretty much. I think. And then she gets a donation, I was like, uh, because immediately she technically, like, oh my god, I, your Sue can be a good girl, like, I um, think about Jesus Christ, and and then I was like, no, 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 and immediately Sue's mom was like, okay, I'll donate $10, get the fuck out, I was like, immediately gets rid of, of, of the mom.
0: Oh, and then... When she gets home, she tells Carrie that it was her fault and that her menstruation is a sin.
1: Mm-hmm. And she be-
0: sm- beats her.
1: And it's interesting the way that she says it, though. Now you got the river of blood, and that will be a sign for, the, for men. And the first thing of that was intercourse. The way that she uses those biblical... And she forces medicine.
0: Carrie to say these words. She's just like, you say it.
1: Especially those biblical magazines, because I got to read some of those when I was a kid, and I'm like, oh, ooh, oh, And God. then she's
0: trapped in the prayer closet mm-hmm. with an image of St. Sebastian, who was a saint uh, that got killed by uh, being tied to a post and was shot by arrows.
1: I was going to say, what's up with that thing that doesn't look like Jesus? I was no, say- that's St.
0: Sebastian, I and it's very... That relevant because it's foreshadowing for later in the movie. That's what you call good visual filmmaking.
1: Especially with the creepy eyes.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. The creepy eyes thing is a very big thing in Carrie. I think that's a reason why Sissy Spacek was nominated. She's so good in this movie. And Piper Mm -hmm. Laurie, who is her mother, again, she is one of... um, I told Raul this, uh, her acting career as of this year has spanned over uh, 70 years. And she's one of the last survivors of the golden age of Hollywood. So she's had an incredibly long career. She's 90 years old. I think she's still acting. And she's doing well. But she's been in a lot of stuff. And yeah, then we see like Harry knows something's up with her. Like (laughs) She doesn't know what it is, but like Harry Potter, this is basically if Harry Potter was a horror movie.
1: Not only that, uh, the creepy, the creepy room where, where, like, for the prayer, it reminded me a lot of the creepy room in Matilda. Does not need oh. the spikes?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's in a yeah. cupboard, and yeah. later, uh, when uh, Margaret, her mother, uh, she calls her a witch. Yeah, yeah. So you can definitely see. Maybe J.K. Rowling had some inspiration from Carrie. There is no
1: R.C. Black ghost in this movie, like in The Witch, though.
0: (laughs) Oh, Black Philip, who was apparently (laughs) a pain in the ass during that film.
1: (laughs) And then we get into oh yeah,
0: no, I forgot they were also chanting "Plug it up."
1: Mm -hmm. Like
0: children are cruel,
1: but what's awesome? Tommy's poem
0: yep tommy ross played by william Cat, who would later be known as uh greatest american hero you know believe it or not i'm walking on That's
1: why he look familiar he's
0: in the red suit he's Mm -hmm. got the blonde uh curls here his hair is amazing like he he looks like blonde jim morrison it's uh, and this guy is popular he's He's smart yeah i was like these are good looking people everybody's got really big fluffy hair as well And
1: I'm I'm sure that maybe John Travolta had a sexual experience. We'll get get
0: to him. But I was like, man, it's amazing how all the boyfriends seem to copy the style of the hairstyles of their girlfriends. Because Sue also has big curly hair. I
1: was like, they all have Farrah Fawcett hair.
0: Oh, yeah. Chris has the big Farrah Fawcett hair. Yeah. um, What's great. um, Can you describe uh, Tommy's poem?
1: I don't have a lot of the things from the poem. Because I was reading that in the movie. Focuses on like a, a really little on the poem, though. And as the teacher is reading it, Carrie, like a, the professor was like, so can someone give me a note about the poem? And Carrie murm- it says in a really low voice, it's beautiful. And the professor immediately goes into pulling her. was like, wow, just one note. That's criticism for you. That's, why, that's what Carrie White said. And even Tommy says, I think he says, you suck, or asshole. Asshole. And then he, yeah, and then, he, and then he immediately, the person says, what you said? No, no, I said nothing. And then...
0: Yeah, I love also the shot placement, where it's a close-up of his, his face, and you can see him reacting to when Carrie says it's beautiful as well, and he really appreciated that. But
1: in this movie, has a purpose, not like in, like in fucking Roberto's remake of Pretty Little Liars.
0: Where, fucking asshole. Stop, stop. You, I have do to you bring it talk? up! No, you don't. No, you don't.
1: It happened so recently, Billy. I'm still traumatized. (laughs) I don't
0: go to therapy.
1: (laughs) This is my therapy.
0: (laughs) I walked right into that one. You see, (laughs) but still, uh, Tommy's awesome because he's actually like when I say nice guy, I don't mean like quote unquote nice guy. He's actually a legitimately awesome dude, and he's -er. popular. He's well, yeah. uh, At that time, Ansel Elgort actually did fit the bill. But Mm -hmm. now, um, that did not hold up.
1: That did not (laughs) hold up. Uh, Yeah, but then we get into Sue's proposition. She goes, talks to Tommy. And I was like, Oh, no, no, no.
0: The punishment for the girls. I forgot. Miss Collins was like, did any of you consider that Carrie White has feelings? And they're all just like laughing it off. They're like, oh, what are you going to do? Or like you know, taking it not, not taking it seriously. Chris just chewing gum and
1: mm-hmm. whatever,
0: and she's just like, "If it were up to me, I would have you all suspended, and all of you would not be going to prom." And, and they're like, take, "Oh, we will
1: take your tickets out of the prom, but I cannot do that because we already paid the DJ." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Instead, she's just like, "Well, the school board is granted one week's detention and for all of you," part. and they and they're just like, "Oh my gosh!" And she's like, "No, but there's a catch." It's my class. Mm-hmm. It's going to be 50 minutes after school, seven days a week, or the seven days. Mm-hmm. And it. And then Chris is like, I'm not going. She's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine. But if you decide not to go, then you get suspended for three days and you get your uh, prom tickets revoked.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So she's just like, it's up to you. I don't care. And I love that she, she uh, goes into Chris and is just like, Chris, stop chewing your gum. I don't mm-hmm. care if you choke on it. Just stop chewing because mm-hmm. she knows that she was the ringleader. Yeah. And I'm like, normally I don't condone uh, the bullying here, but there's a difference between discipline and bullying. And mm-hmm. it's also established that Chris is very rich and spoiled and that she is just a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Total hey. slut. And she gets abused just as much as Carrie does.
1: Yes! I was going to bring that up because it's also ironic that she gets bullied by her boyfriend that is John Travolta.
0: Very young, unknown John Travolta. And he has <laughs> the same haircut as she does.
1: In Seriously. A red
0: and car. the red car with a character named Chris, Not I assume Christine. it's short for Christine, makes you wonder if Stephen King was just like, this is a hell of a good story right here.
1: Yeah, the, the sprinkles of these. the S D S K C U, The Stephen King, King universe. universe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but... And then this is the other scene that I always told Billy before we record that also feels like a porno when we see the gym class uh, aside and they focus on legs and the legs and the thighs and the and the feet.
0: All a lot close up um, of female body parts. Which I'm
1: like, Brian? Yeah. Were you horny? <laughs> and then and then I love one of my favorite scenes in the movie. When Chris is like, a, you know what, I cannot do this anymore. And one of the girls says, we still have 10 minutes left. And I think the teacher said it and I was like, okay, back, Chris. And she's like, well, you can shove it up your ass. And the teacher slaps the fuck out of Chris. And I'm normally like, I
0: don't condone that, but in this case, I'll make an exception.
1: And also, this is totally acceptable in Mexico, especially in the 70s. My mother and my father told me stories of how teachers were. That's nothing compared to the stories that I know about teachers in my She She had the
0: <laughs> Latina grandma response mm-hmm. of smacking the kid in the face.
1: Well, because she's being disrespectful to an authority figure. So it's totally valid. But then she
0: takes it far by grabbing her by the shirt collar and lifting her up. And is just like threatening to beat her ass. Mm-hmm. That's taking it too far. But then she just walks off, and she's just like, "We could do this if we stick together." And then none of the girls are—they're all that. just like, "They're, they're like, like, no, nope, fuck you, like, fuck you, I want to go to prom." <laughs> so they—they
1: uh, no, they could have said, "We we already pay for the dress, bitch." We're yeah, just they're just the like,
0: uh, <laughs> "Oh shit, what was um, uh, Norma?" Or what about you, Sue? And then Sue is just like, "Let it go, Chris. Seriously, <laughs> God, what do you have against this girl?"
1: Mm-hmm. And I was telling Billy that what's up with the Norma character because she's wearing like a lot of. She always wears this hat.
0: hat. She mm-hmm. even during prompt, she wears that hat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, red is also a very prominent color in this movie. Yes. I mean, like not even just you know red for the menstruation, red car, the infamous uh, scene which we will get to.
1: Mm-hmm. It's all red. I was gonna say also, it's interesting um, that. The first introduction to John Travolta and they're driving, and then is then he slapping Chris. That also uh, Billy Nolan. Wow, I forgot about his last name, Billy Nolan. I was like, damn. But also <laughs> that Chris goes immediately to give him a blowjob, and during the blow, she says, "I hate Carrie White." This is an interesting way to, ex- ex- to give some exposition to the Billy character. Oh yes, baby, give me give me a blowjob right now. Oh yes, I will destroy her. Keep going.
0: <laughs> yeah and she's just like come on you dipshit and then he smacks her in the face and he's just mm-hmm. like don't call me that yep. also guys never slap your significant no. other in the face or, hell nobody slapped their significant other in the face that's just terrible but it's also it makes sense because it's that cycle of abuse you get abused and then you carry oh, so that on
1: seven?
0: oh yeah that too it's, <laughs> it's a James Bond movie <laughs> yeah. early James Bond that, that is incredibly sexist
1: Mm-hmm. And then we get into Sue proposing to Tommy that she would that make the favor. Because
0: Sue is Tommy's boyfriend, uh, mm-hmm. girlfriend.
1: Tommy's boyfriend that would have been a totally different movie.
0: <laughs> it could work, but no, yeah. Sue is Tommy's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Sue is also popular and smart and all that stuff, but she's actually legitimately feels guilty
1: mm-hmm. about what
0: she's done to Carrie. Well, like, because- it, well, she didn't really do it. She enabled. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Sue is like the lazy chabert to Chris's Regina. She's popular, but she doesn't have that much power.
0: yeah, pretty much, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah and so technically, Tommy says, "Okay, I'll do you the favor." and as we've seen this whole gym scene, Carrie is going to the in the library, and this is a really interesting quote that I really like about like uh, about the thing about the miracles. a miracle that they keeps the devil away. And as she's looking through all of that, she finds out that maybe her power is telekinesis. And so as she's reading along that, she also thinks that maybe this is a miracle, but it's going to get twisted by the mother.
0: Because her mother can't accept literally anything,
1: mm-hmm. especially
0: when it comes to sex. Like, I, you feel like this mother has a weird thing with sex. There is a reason.
1: There is a reason.
0: I love that everybody gets, like, story moments. Mm-hmm. And that you get glimpses of their characters and stuff. And again, the, how the film is shot, like, you feel like the camera is a character itself. And also
1: it feels like you're in a dream.
0: It really does. Mm-hmm. Especially that opening. You feel like it's not, it's like otherworldly. Mm-hmm. But it works. And Tommy comes in, he, he asks Carrie, he's like, hey, would you like to go to the prom with me? Carrie, of course, is very suspicious mm-hmm. about this. And Miss Collins is very suspicious about this, but Sue and Tommy are like, no, no, no. We want to do something nice for her, and we want—I want to make it up to her. I will forego my prom, which—and you have to understand—in America, most people only get their prom once, mm-hmm. and it's a very big deal for some reason. I, I don't know. I never went. I had it wasn't two proms. A big
1: deal in, in my country.
0: Yeah, and for some reason, it's a big deal here.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: and I had two proms. I didn't go to either of mine. Mm. I was up all night playing Arkham City and it was great. So that was how I enjoyed my weekend and it was uh, I saved a lot of money. I mean, that's the thing. Everybody goes all out for prom and I get it. It's a big time. You it's a on big You save the lake. limo
1: and the and the stu- and the, rented, the smoke and
0: everything. The rented tuxes, the corsages, all the girls in their dresses mm-hmm. and generally it's uh bad catering and dancing. Yep. It's essentially footloose. Uh, which that is what fo- Footloose was, is them trying to get to their prom. Also and you
1: missed the chance of getting a gift card for IHOP, like in Mingo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if only, if only. But anyway, Miss Collins is like, okay, fine. And uh, then after that. And we
1: get into the whimsy cut of seeing everybody preparing for prom. We see Carrie, we get trying some lipsticks and some makeup. We've seen Tom. And Chris is
0: banned from prom. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what she's going to do.
1: And then Tommy is getting attacks. And then we see Billy going to this like a uh, pig farm. It's a slaughterhouse. It's a slaughterhouse. And then he gets one of the pigs and Billy kills the pig. And I'm like, oh, my oh.
0: gosh. It's it's not explicitly shown.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But the sound design is like, mm-hmm. oh, God. And he drains these. Uh, it's indicated it's a few pigs. hmm draining their blood into a bucket. Yeah. Which, that was corn syrup, and we know this because we've seen Scream.
1: Yes. And then after this, we see that... We see that, uh, of course, we already talked about Mrs. Collins, that she was like, okay, you're helping her, okay, fine. But then we see that Tommy goes to Carrie's house... And I was like, i want, I'm not gonna leave here until you accept my my offer that I wants to go to prom then 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 you can hear the mother, Carrie, what are you doing, Carrie? Who's at the door?" And Carrie was like, okay, leave can can you get the fuck out?" But she doesn't say that I was like because okay, Carrie's also
0: in a you know a rather um not conservative dress and a pretty mm. typical prom dress, and she looks pretty too. yes. She, like,
1: well, she put some makeup
0: on. She straightened out her hair a little bit. She
1: made her own dress too.
0: She did make her symbolic. own dress, and then and it's white, I believe.
1: It was kind of like a pinkish white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: It's very, it's it's very light colored though. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of see it's pinkish. You know, sort of symbolize that, like what's going to happen.
1: Not only that, it also like it also represents womanhood. When yeah. you enter your womanhood like uh... and also
0: um red is a color of passion mm-hmm. typically and but a red is also associated with the devil and hate and hate
1: mm-hmm. and so uh,
0: it's the thing sure. of colors being important in a movie because people forget colors often have to serve a purpose
1: mm-hmm. so Brandon palma like i', I think you, i miss when directors play with colors though they don't do that anymore. It doesn't but...
0: happen very often. Mm-hmm. It still happens sometimes. But sometimes, yeah. It's it's very rare. A you lot know, like of it this is...
1: Year, I think everything everyone like, wants a smile are the only two movies that have played with colors really well. Yeah, but then we go going to the mother. She, she's talking with Carrie. and was like, Mom, I'm going to go to the prom. But I'm going, Mama. And I was like, you promised me. You have to promise you're never use this power. And then I was like, a, but no mother. And then we see slowly throughout the movie that Carrie is using her power slowly because she still doesn't know how to manage them. Like he, in the intro of the movie, when she goes to the principal, the principal always calls her Cassie. I was like, no, my yeah, name is Yeah, and breaks Carrie. the ashtray. Moves the ashtray. Or like the thing with the flickering lights. Or she pushes her mother in the dinner scene. I was like, no, mother. I ain't going. And he pushes her away into the kitchen.
0: Because also these powers are giving her confidence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She's like n- taking control of her life.
1: And he's also representing her race too. The race slash character. I, g- I knew
0: you were <laughs> going to do that. You <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but, and also Tommy looks good. Mm-hmm. Got nice tux. Uh, again, amazing hair. And then they go to prom.
1: Don't forget that the mother, what she says before they go to prom. Oh, yes. This is important my the, the the because Tommy's not arriving yet. I was like a, please stay, says to Carrie, please the he's gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. you. Sit down, mama, be quiet. And then they technically pushes down the bed. And then we see and then she says, Does a wish not suffer to live? And then we get in they, the Carrie goes with Tommy and goes into, into his car. And then we see the prom and also, notice that does think that are like from Brian De Palma that he uses Carrie Estenikia as the camera because everybody's looking at Carrie.
0: Yeah, it's from her POV. Yeah, and because they never noticed her because mm-hmm. she was a wallflower, she would she would hardly ever say a word,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: she is the she's on the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah, like very bottom, and then. They arrive, and it's a pretty sweet-looking prom.
1: I'm
0: going to lie, they really... Love uh,
1: Among the Stars, that was a the team.
0: No, it's... Oh, yeah, it was Love Among the Char- Stars. Mm-hmm. I prefer Enchantment Under the Sea.
1: I was...
0: If you've seen Back to the Future.
1: Ah, that's, that's one that we'll tackle maybe in the future.
0: That's all uh, in the future? Especially mm-hmm. with the Broadway show that's coming out.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah, also, this has... A Broadway I show. Say,
1: wasn't it a Broadway musical, of Carrie?
0: And they did a, they did it in Riverdale. It was their very first musical episode.
1: Season two, right? Mm-hmm. I told you, yeah. Roberto always tries to be. Bring...
0: He likes he likes circle jerking himself. Mm-hmm. It's we don't <laughs> fuck you, Roberto.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, good Roberto.
0: on you for getting a good job and being CEO of Archie Comics or whatever the fuck. But stop. You're not a good writer.
1: <laughs> no, he's not. let yes, see what's going to happen when Riverdale It's already ending next year. I'm <laughs> yeah. fucking interested, though. But then we see that even the teacher, Miss Connor, was like, no, for Carrie, you're going to have a good time. You will never forget a day like this. And we see that Tommy even feels t- like, a, you really had to go that early? I was like, well, I promised my mother. It was like a but I can take you, like, to the Beehive, like, uh, to this place, I was like, at least before I drop you off. And Cameron was like, well, that would be nice. And star, um, they started uh, they, start, they go dancing, and I'm like, this is my only nitpick with the movie. The dancing scene with you just this camera spinning around, it went for too long. I'm like, Brian, calm the fuck down. God damn it. I was like, oh my God. I think it lasted, like, two minutes. It was just, like, going around, going yeah, around, and, going around.
0: Uh, I love that, you know, they're constantly checking on Carrie, and she's starting to let her guard down a little bit. Mm -hmm. She's talking more, and she just appears happy. Like, she feels like she's getting accepted by her peers, which is the thing that everybody wants. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to be the outcast. Inevitably, somebody will be. And somebody that's been on both sides of that, I can tell you. It sucks. I mean, we've all felt like the outcast and stuff, but being on the bottom of the totem pole, it's it's, and constantly bullied.
1: Oh, I, I have done all of it.
0: So have I. And mm-hmm. it really puts things in perspective. But mm-hmm. even, like, Tommy's talking to her and stuff, and then they're, like, dancing, and uh I believe Carrie kisses him.
1: Yes, but then also we get into... And then she's just like,
0: sorry, and he's like, no, no, no it's okay. Sorry. It's, right. it's fine.
1: And then Chris, she's underneath the auditorium, and she's Pulling it. she has a rope in her hand just waiting for the moment as we see that her this is the thing that we jump because it's not that important but it's technically in the background her douchey friends are technically setting up everything to happen at the prom
0: they're like rigging they up, the prom king and queen elect. Uh, the vote ballot.
1: the ballot yes yeah, so they're rigging up the vote I'm like mm. <laughs> and then we get into that yeah like you said that Tommy says that you're beautiful and they're kissing but then we see that Norma she's she's bringing all of the balls, putting all of the balls in the trash and putting the new boats that only says that Carrie and Tommy and then I love how Brian De Palma focuses a lot on the slow motion of happiness or Carrie that she's feeling before she gets to the auditorium when they announce it that she's the, she's the winner and the music how it swells so perfectly because you think this is a happy moment, but we, the audience, we know everything's going to get fucked up.
0: Yeah, because she sees... um, The plan is that they're going to dump pig's blood on her when she's mm-hmm. crowned. And it's pig... And, you know, humiliate her in front yeah. of everybody. Mm-hmm. And Sue snuck her way back in and she sees Chris and Billy underneath the stage... Because they mm-hmm. have pulled the rope, there's a whole pulley mechanism stuff for stupid bullies. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Stephen King bullies, yeah. and they don't explicitly say this is in Maine, but it's it's in Maine. Let's be fair. There
1: is no writer. Oh, oh, well, Tommy Carney is a writer character.
0: There's always uh, at least a poet.
1: They were drinking. John Travolta was drinking while driving.
0: Yes, alcoholics, and uh, oh yeah, was misery in Maine? That might yes. not. Oh yeah, it was in Maine, and uh, our next movie as well is going to be in Maine for sure. Mm-hmm. I know that. Yes. And uh, anyway, Sue sees them and she realizes what's going to happen. So she's frantically going to the stage, but Miss Collins is like, "What the hell are you doing here?" Because she no thinks
1: sound. this is yeah, slow mo.
0: All of this is just slow mo, multiple cuts, mm-hmm. but you see everything starting to piece together. Also,
1: it feels like a comic in some shots, though. Like it looking through different perspectives. Mm-hmm. But it's
0: supposed to be like that. And Carrie mm-hmm. is just so happy as mm-hmm. well. And Tommy's happy for her as well. And again, Sue gets thrown out
1: mm-hmm. because,
0: you know, Miss Collins thinks that she's there to cause trouble
1: because like she's that. with her
0: boyfriend and all that stuff.
1: Also, the way that Chris is so fucking evil, the way that she licks her left just waiting for the right moment to do it. <laughs> oh, my God fucking bitch. And then
0: uh, boom, she gets drenched in pig's blood. And, gonna that's, laugh at you. and that's the gonna thing. And then, but you see from the outside, everyone's just like silent mouth open and they're and like, the oh my God. The
1: one that laughs is fucking Norma.
0: But did they actually laugh?
1: That's the other thing that I was going to bring it up too.
0: It's made very ambiguous. I feel like like it's in Carrie's mind. And it says uh, here that it's Carrie's imagining this. But yeah, Tommy, of course, is very furious. Mm -hmm. But the bucket comes down and hits him on the head. And it Mm hits. It fucking kills him.
1: I think or at the very least,
0: it knocks him out.
1: Well, isn't it implied that he died, even in the book, too?
0: No, uh, it says here that he was knocked unconscious. But, yeah, Carrie snaps and imagines everybody, including Miss Collins, laughing at her.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then this is the infamous image of Carrie in the prom dress, covered in blood, head to toe, like everywhere, covered head to toe. And then she does the creepy eye thing, and then the... (coughs) Yeah, the psycho (coughs) screech, and the amazing... Uh, editing with Mm -hmm. the cuts of all the doors slamming Mm -hmm. and you see Carrie breaks a fire hose and just starts dousing everybody. Everybody's panicking as well. They're trying to get out. Mm -hmm. And knowing uh, if you don't know how powerful a fire hose is on full blast it will rip your skin off. Yep. So just imagine getting doused like that. So obviously... Pretty much everybody, including the teacher and the principal, they get electrocuted. A lot of people get doused with the...
1: Miss Collins gets split in half.
0: Yeah, by a big piece of scaffolding. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And even like Billy and Chris, because they're outside, they're peeking through a window. They're like, oh my god, we gotta get out of here. And What the
1: fuck you did, you asshole?
0: Yeah, Sue is spared because she got thrown out. Mm Mm-hmm. But everybody's also like, oh my god, Tommy, are you okay? And then Carrie sets the place on fire. Mm -hmm. And this infamous image of her slowly walking down uh, with the fire behind her. And she traps everybody. Nobody makes it out. And that's what (laughs) happened was that Carrie White killed everybody.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Oh yeah, that's another thing. Her last name, White. White is often symbolized as innocence, Mm -hmm. divinity, and purity. Because she was a pure soul. But now she is full of rage and hate, Mm -hmm. represented by the red. And it's just great filmmaking. And this is another iconic Stephen King thing. I've seen many...
1: I've actually seen
0: a couple cosplays of people as Carrie.
1: The way that C.C. Spacey walks and the focus on her eyes, and the way that she's still, like, fucking angry, and that she's just stunned. It's like, even though sometimes it doesn't feel like Sissy basically is walking. It feels like she's levitating.
0: That's the whole point, too. No, it's
1: like, it feels like, this is her magneto moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and but,
0: she's she's acting so calm,
1: but mm-hmm. you can
0: feel the rage that she has.
1: And that's the other complaint I had to bring it up. But Chloe Grace feels like she was fucking angry, and here is more ambiguous because it's between rage and humiliation and shock and shock. And that was the thing that the original did in the remake. I'm pretty uh, sure uh, Chloe Chris Murray doesn't look delicate. That was one of the problems with the remake.
0: Yeah. And I proposed to Raul, I think Mia Goth would have been really mm-hmm. good.
1: Or oh, I said Dakota Fanning. I said or that Dakota I Fanning. To...
0: But that remake was unnecessary. Yeah. If, if, it was if it because the
1: GM it. needed the money. MG, that's so they decided daddy. to
0: do fucking Carrie.
1: You know, I think that was the year when MGM totally like lost like a lot of money. They were, yeah, just and they thought the that doing a out. remake
0: of Carrie would do well, knowing full and well how beloved this movie was. Mm-hmm. And then Carrie just essentially burns down the gymnasium, kills everybody inside, including Tommy and Miss yes. Collins uh and then as she's leaving you see billy driving his car with chris inside of it tries to run her over oh no no is chris driving no chris is driving oh yeah chris is driving and then she's trying to run Carrie over but she just looks back and flips the car (laughs) over and it explodes with both of them in it so she kills both of them
1: to a chris baby
0: They get burned to a crisp, yeah. Mm -hmm. Fire is often another thing. Hellfire, maybe.
1: And that's the thing, I'm like, you think that this is over? She got her revenge. No, 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 says Stephen King, you forgot about the mom.
0: Ah, because when she comes home, Mm
1: -hmm. she
0: just decides to take a bath and wash all that blood out. Mm -hmm. Almost like washing her sins away. Mm -hmm. And then, ooh, the mother... Let's let's get to what Margaret uh, reveals.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of backstory, though. Some about backstory that 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 I forgot before watching this movie that the father is the one that has powers.
0: Yep, Ralph, <laughs> <laughs> and he, she reveals that he raped her while drunk, and that's how she was conceived. Mm-hmm. But that she liked it. Mhm. like this woman is off a rocker yeah. she is way out of control but then and, and then shes the
1: way that she says I should have killed myself when he put it in me are damn. you talking about the penis or are you are talking about carries as a fetus
0: that's the great thing you don't know there, it the, could there, apply to so either ambiguous one too. I, uh... the ambiguity and the subtlety in this movie is great mm-hmm. it's the same thing with misery this is why it's one of Stephen King's best. He loves this movie, too.
1: And the way that she that she says, sin never dies. I smelled the whiskey on his bread as he told me, and I liked it and how he touched me.
0: Oh, and then, like, you... Uh, Carrie's always just like, oh, mama, I did bad. And <laughs> well, mama's mama just like, right. you are a sinner, my child. Yeah. Smack. <laughs> Confess! Mm-hmm. But then, she seems to be comforting Carrie... And you think that well, she cares? No, no, because she tries to fucking kill her, stab her with a kitchen knife, Michael Myers style,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: chases her through the house, or I guess Psycho style.
1: see. Yes, like, it was more Psycho though. It's definitely Norman Bates. Was this based. one first? Then Halloween?
0: Uh, yes, because mm-hmm. Halloween came out the two years it. two years later, I think. Mm-hmm. Also, PJ Souls is in that one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, everybody. Has died except for Sue, yeah. And then Carrie levitates several kitchen utensils, very sharp ones, and generally just like pins her mother against the wall with they them, like
1: crucifying her,
0: crucifying her, yeah, in the style of Saint Sebastian, mm-hmm. like in the prayer closet.
1: It's like portrait rhymes, mm
0: hmm. And then she realizes. Well, shit! I've destroyed everything, and she impl- destroys the house and herself in it. because uh, she can't really control her rage this. either. I know.
1: I'm really divided on this because I see it like the way that you say that Carrie realizes what she was, what she, she became—a
0: school shooter.
1: Yeah, but tell telekinesis—that's
0: yeah. the whole metaphor, and this is the ultimate movie where it's. Don't fuck with the quiet kid.
1: Mm-hmm. You see Which, that, are two reasons why?
0: Also, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's just general life advice. I know. I mean, you shouldn't fuck with people in general, but don't fuck with the quiet kid because they mm-hmm. were probably uh, smarter and more dangerous than you.
1: Yeah. Well, I think you don't know the background of how they were raised,
0: too. Mm, especially Carrie in this instance. Um, and then we get the Nightmare... Uh, no, not Nightmare. The Friday the 13th ending. Yes. Where Sue comes to the, this is after this, that night. Mm -hmm. And she goes to lay flowers on the remains of Carrie's house. There's a for sale. And of course you got the defacers that say Carrie white burns in hell. Mm -hmm. And then you just see a hand come up and grab Sue. But no, turns out it was a nightmare.
1: But then it is also branding Sue because she feels good to what she did. And I'm like, you know what? She deserved it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was uh, a bloody uh, arm, for me, too.
1: Sue was still, I was like, bitch, you deserve that punishment, too. You have guilt, because you were the one that fucking made this whole... Now, she didn't make the plan, but she was part of it, without even knowing that she was part of it.
0: Is this like a drag-me-to-hell scenario? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yes.
0: Okay, but yeah, that's Carrie.
1: This is a really amazing movie.
0: Yes. Yes, very well told, very well cast. Um, so was just... not
1: it was not branded by S.L. Eggard, and that's why Carrie didn't kill her, Shh. like in the remake?
0: You, you don't <laughs> talk about that. Um, <laughs> there were many young actresses that auditioned for this, including Melanie Griffith. That would have been interesting. But oh, Sissy Spacek my. was persuaded by her husband to do it mm-hmm. and let her audition. Um, the... His first choice was uh, someone named Betsy Slade
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um, who received good stuff in the movie Our Time. But Sissy Spacek, she backed out of a TV commercial so she could do uh, this film. She rubbed Vaseline in her hair, left her face unwashed, and arrived for her screen test in a sailor dress, which her mother had made her in seventh grade with the hem cut off. She was given the part (laughs) because he saw the commitment. It was like, okay, that's and cool. yeah um nancy allen who was chris she was about to leave hollywood before she landed this role
1: Ooh!
0: and she ended up actually marrying for ryan de palma they en- they did get divorced later
1: mm-hmm.
0: but that's the other probably the other reason uh oh, that's
1: part of the frat pack brian did it george did it stephen did it
0: <laughs> yep yep and of course this was uh A lot of this was filmed in California. The White Mm -hmm. House was filmed in Santa Paula, California. and
1: The Big Slaughter place, it looks like a place that I have seen in Vernon, California, though. The Big Slaughter house. I'm pretty sure I have seen that place before.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, The original opening scene is also presumed lost. Mm. I did not know this. Um, Because a wraparound segment at the beginning and end of the film was scripted and filmed... Featured the White House. Um, nah, not the White House. The White's home being pummeled by stones that hailed from the sky. And um, it was on celluloid, but the tiny pebbles looked like rainwater. Mm-hmm. But a mechanical malfunction happened because they were going to use a, a model. Mm-hmm. Uh, the model of, of was destroyed by the stones. Mm-hmm. So they burned it down instead and deleted the scenes with the stones altogether. And that's all lost. And the final scene was inspired by a movie that came out four years prior to that, Deliverance. Mm -hmm. That's another really good uh, horror movie where it's like you don't know if it's like a nightmare Mm -hmm. at the end. But this was a very well-received movie. It was made on a $1.8 million budget. Damn. Made $33.8 million in 1976. That's very good. Mm-hmm. That made a heck of a profit. And I can't think of anything wrong. I mean, I guess it's very 70s. Yes. Um, there's some, the opening. Really
1: some there's some slow moments, but I think that's because of the build up because I'm, Brian already know that the big scene was gonna be the prom.
0: I love how you keep calling him just Brian, not uh yeah, not De Palma or anything. <laughs> I just love that. It's like, yeah. well, you know Brian De Palma. Who knows?
1: Yeah, we we know him. <laughs>
0: No, this is a this is a fucking great movie.
1: Um, that there, I have no complaints. Though it's a good movie, of course it has some some flaws. Uh one of my only flaws that I will say, I think this is like the second or third time I have ever seen it. Is not a movie that I crave to rewatch often, but I would yeah. Misery is one it. that I
0: can put on. I would watch Misery more than I would Carrie. I know. Mm. That's not a negative. It's just that sometimes because Carrie is a lot, especially yeah. the end, it's like, you got to prepare yourself for that kind of intensity, mm-hmm. but it's a really good movie.
1: But well, you can add an idea that the movie's iconic.
0: Yes. And again, Sissy Spacek and Piper Laurie, they were nominated for Oscars mm-hmm. for this. Sissy Spacek didn't win for this role. She ended up winning an Oscar eventually for coal miners mm-hmm. daughter, mm-hmm. which that was earned, but it's incredible that even at such a young age, Sissy Spacek was doing really good work. Yep. And yeah, you want to rate this thing? And I go?
1: will give it. I will give it a nine. It's a really good movie.
0: I'll give it a nine and a half. The mm-hmm. only slight thing is uh, rewatchability,
1: mm-hmm. but aside
0: from that, and sometimes the pacing can be a bit slow. Yeah. Outside of that, I got nothing bad to no? say. Really well made story. Really, really well good really good script very well shot the colors are amazing it's a very good adaptation of the story as well Mm -hmm. like gets the meat of the story there's little things they changed but they were necessary changes because also um this was a huge huge book so Mm -hmm. it was also kind of a risk because there weren't really many like adaptations of like horror stuff. Yeah. Unless it was like The Exorcist or something.
1: Especially in the 70s. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So this started a big trend of adaptations.
1: Yeah, because Techniki wasn't there since like 74, 75. I mean
0: guess uh quote unquote modern horror because you know Dracula and Frankenstein stuff, that that was based on like classic literature.
1: Mm-hmm. And that was a public domain by then, right? In the 70s. Yeah, those were
0: public domain. This was a um a copyrighted story. Mm-hmm. As well, so well
1: also because after Carrie, then we got The Omen, Halloween, Alien, the first. This, one. Yeah, this
0: is also really the first of over a hundred Stephen King adaptations.
1: He mm-hmm.
0: has over a hundred. Think about that.
1: Yeah, we still haven't got and the even movie v-
0: and remakes the- of these adaptations.
1: Mm-hmm. And we still haven't had the movie about the crazy lamb. Huh. <laughs>
0: you? you? you're just gonna bring that up every episode.
1: Yes. When can I have it? <laughs> it's one of the first. It's one of the first Family Guy episodes I ever saw in my life, so I will never forget it. <laughs>
0: yeah, and all his big stories have basically been adapted. Now that I think about it, especially his horror stuff.
1: Yeah, because even The Dark Tower had that movie.
0: Well, we don't talk about that. That should have been a TV show, mm-hmm. not a movie. It will
1: be in like ten years.
0: Will it? Though it's been in development hell for. As long as that,
1: it will happen. Especially how Warner Brothers is right now, because I think Warner Brothers has the rights for the Dark Tower. I think
0: they have a lot of rights to Stephen King stuff. Mm-hmm. They made a lot of adaptations.
1: We're getting the Dairy prequel.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did yeah. do the remake of it. But until then, because next week is also going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of adaptations, uh, this is the next week is going to be one of his. Short stories, I believe, because yeah, it is a novella, uh The Mist. Yes. With
1: a beautiful ending. man,
0: <sighs> it's it's a pretty uh that's also a pretty intense movie.
1: hmm A lot of things happen in that movie. Till then?
0: Where can the good people find you? You
1: can find me as always, or Robert RDC on Twitter, Instagram, and on Letterboxd at Robert RDC. Please follow the Pockets and SYNS Pod on Twitter. And please give us a nice review on Apple, Spotify, Google, and the other ones. Thank you, Billy.
0: Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at and on Letterboxd at Master of Puns 196. Every word starts with a capital letter. You can also follow me on Instagram at Billy Batson's Lightning. Nothing is capitalized. And once again, you can follow our main show twitter at syns pod and give us a five star just write a review on apple podcasts as well as google stitcher spotify soundcloud anchor wherever podcasts are listened to and as always see you next summer
1: they're all gonna nip at you they're all gonna nip at you <laughs> dun, 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 dun.